Hey guys, welcome back to the Wisdom and Stuff podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Boucher, and this is where we cut through the Christianese and tradition-based thoughts that hinder us from the limitless lifestyles that we as actual children of God are designed to walk in. So let's go ahead and dive into the Word and see what the Holy Spirit has for us today. Praise God. Well, welcome back to Wisdom and Stuff podcast. This is Daryl Boucher, and uh, we're here today and just uh, this is another glorious day. God is so good. Um, it's uh, wintertime here in Colorado, or at least it's getting on to be wintertime here, and so kind of crisp this morning and uh, um, uh, sunny, crisp day, and I, I like those days. I like I like it warm. I like it cool. I like it however, because God is always good, and Jesus is on the throne. Um, I'm not one of those guys that is, uh, you know, whatever gonna get you know my attitudes don't shift with the weather let me put it that way <laughs> I, uh, i'm seen with him in heavenly places so uh, uh I, I get to carry my attitude and, and and allow the day to to actually correspond to my attitude and uh, we are kings and priests on the earth we govern things and so uh you know i'm not a uh morning person or i'm not an evening person i'm an everyday person every every time a day person uh i am a king a king's kid and i'm on the earth to steward life so uh, i don't want any thing in this world to tell me how to feel i will tell it how to respond to me and uh, and that's just you know whatever praise god's a good day uh, this is uh, getting into today where I, w- I want to get into, this is part two of what we were getting into last time, which was when when Jacob was wrestling with God and God changed his name and uh, and said, you're no longer Jacob, but you're Israel. And this is a, a principle that you can find all the way through the word uh, about the importance of, of names and um, and just, you know, what, what God calls us, we call ourselves, stuff like that. And over in um, in John chapter 10, and Jesus is speaking, and he's talking about, um, you know, being being the the, the 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 relationship between the sheep and the shepherd. And he says uh, in verse one, he says, "I say unto you, he that enters not by the door uh, unto the sheepfold, but climbs up another way, he's the same as a thief and a robber. But he that enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep." That's verse two. Verse three: To him the porter opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. It says, and when he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Now, the the main thing I want to see here says he calls his own sheep by name. And uh, that's interesting. He doesn't just say, "Hey, sheep." He actually calls them by name. They're, you know, he each each one is is individual to the Lord. You know, we are not just a group. We are not just uh, we're not just a mass of people called the bride of Christ or the children of God or the church or anything else. We are we are we are sons and daughters of God Himself. He calls us by name. You know, and um, and you know, obviously we have you know corporate labels t- called the church or the bride of Christ or whatever. But when, when, when my relationship with God is individual, He calls me by name, and and He gave me my name. And this is really what we were talking about last time: is God, God actually gives us our name, and names are such an important thing. We we see this from from Genesis all the way to Revelation, that God uh, at, at different times, different ways, specifically changes people's names. Now, some people, they have the right name. You know, they, they have the name that maybe their, their parents gave them, but their parents were, you know, maybe led by God, or or some people don't have the right name, but they haven't got to that place yet with God to where, to where you know, God is specifically going to tell them their name on the earth, and it doesn't really matter. Uh, but the, the point is, is that God's going to call us things that have to do with our identity. God 
God speaks of identity. He doesn't just speak of labels. He speaks of identity. And, you know, you know, we right now, you know, in the culture around the, around the earth, you know, you have, you know, this, this kind of this thing where people go, oh, I identify myself as this or that and the other thing. And honestly, that is a biblical principle where we should identify ourselves as what God says we are. And uh, this is, you know, the other day in prayer, this is kind of what prompted this. Is the other day in prayer, um, I just spent some time with the Lord, and and I heard I heard him say this. He said, you know, when I call for the glorious church, who will respond? That's what he asked. When I call for the glorious church, who will respond? And I just, you know, I, I was praying that out. Literally, you know, it came up in my heart, and I just prayed it out, and it came out of my mouth several times. And uh, and so I just began and said, here we are, Lord. Here we are. You know, we are the glorious church. And and the thing is, we, you know, as, you know, I obviously I've been in, I've been saved a while in the church for a while, and, and we know that God is, Jesus is coming back for a glorious church without spot and wrinkle. And the thing is that, that when when we hear that, and yet we look at the current state of the church, we're like, oh, man, there, you know, we have a long way to go before we get there. But that's, that's really the wrong attitude. We need to realize that we are only responding as the glorious church to what he calls us. We yield ourselves to become the glorious church. We don't work to get better. We allow his identity to be our, our identity. I don't, uh, you know, here he says he calls me out by name, you know, and there's, there are so many times throughout the Bible where you know he he changes people's names. We know that with Abraham and Sarah, right? He he changed them from Abram and Sarai to Abraham and Sarah in Genesis, and it says in that same year. I mean, just 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 like within the same year, they had Isaac. But they had to they had to give themselves new names, and we know that that you know Matthew sixteen, you know Jesus speaks to Peter, gives gives him, he goes, you're no longer going to be called Simon, you're going to be called Peter from this day forward. Your name is Peter. Upon this rock I'll build my church. We know that he changed Saul's name to Paul. You know, um, uh, obviously we heard you know we, we heard we, we heard Jacob was changed to Israel there in, in Genesis. Uh, we know that it says in Isaiah that um, he's going to call us uh, trees of righteousness, right? He he also says in Isaiah he says we're no longer going to be termed forsaken or 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 barren but but he goes but you will be called Hespelah and, and beautiful and bountiful um, and and we also know in Revelation you know where it says that he's going to give us a name that is is only known by God and it's going to be written on our foreheads as well as on the, on a rock of some kind I don't even know what that means but anyway he's 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 giving us names you know and now here's the thing. You know, this he, he he told me this years ago when I was in prayer, and I was just thinking about the names that he gives us and the names that he speaks over us. And he told me this very clearly. He goes, "It doesn't matter what I call you. What matters is what do you respond to." Because until we identify ourselves with that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he calls us. It doesn't matter, you know, if he could call us the greatest things in the world. But if we don't respond to that, if we don't identify as that, if we don't actually take that on as our identity, it doesn't change our life. You know, we don't we don't magically become that when he calls us that we are already that when he calls us that but we have to choose to respond in that manner when we that, that's when we begin to live like that okay and so it's you know Abraham and Sarah they they at that time they had hundreds of people working for them and you know they're they're obviously you know well up in years at that time you know and, and they're in their 90s or whatever and so um and yet God says, I'm going to call you from this time Abraham and Sarah. That's who you're going to be. So they had to train all of their all of their staff to say, okay, from this moment on, you don't call us Abram and Sarai anymore. You know, that is not what you call us. You call us Abraham and Sarah. Now, the thing is, they had to begin to respond to that. 
You know, I'm sure it took them some time. I'm sure it took a little while because they're for 90 years or whatever, they're used to responding to Abram and Sarai. So when somebody says, Abraham, when somebody says that, you know, at first he, you know, his, his ear is not trained for that name. His ear is trained for, for, for Abram, not Abraham. You know, her ear is trained for Sarai, not Sarah. So she's been trained to respond to different things just, you know, in the, in the natural way of life. She's been trained to respond to, to what she was called all these years, what she was told. You know, her parents called her this, so now she was calling her that. Now, the thing is, though, we need to realize that that our past has called us certain things. You know, our upbringing has called us certain things. Our upbringing put labels on us, and what we whether we know it or not, subconsciously we're responding to those things. So, you know, in other words, we only come running when we hear you know a certain thing. Certain words get our attention when other words don't. You know, if um, I t- this is kind of ridiculous, but um, I was at a uh, just a social gathering years and years ago, and this guy was there, and uh, his name was his his name still is probably Chuck Brown, Charlie Brown, okay, and that was his name. It's probably still is his name, and uh, and uh, me and Charlie we worked together at the church in Tulsa, Church on the Move in Tulsa, and uh, and anyway, he was one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my life, and he was just a character, man. He would do anything for. A laugh and honestly he'd get me laughing so good sometimes but um but he was just a ridiculous nutball sometimes and so one time we're at the social gathering and uh and there's there's a few people there that we know uh but then there's another guy there that we don't know that uh i was just we were just introduced to right then you know at at, at this get together and uh and i i don't remember I'm, I'm i'm gonna say his name was frank okay let's just say let's just pretend his name is frank i don't remember i'm not protecting his identity i just don't remember his name okay so uh um uh, so let's just call him Frank. Okay, so Frank is there, and and we all meet Frank at the same time. Okay, so we're we're just kind of hanging out, at, at, you know, just just having a good time. And so Charlie he comes up to me and he says, he goes, "Hey, Daryl, um, do you remember the the guy's name that we met earlier?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah." And I was about to tell him. He goes, "Oh no!" He goes, "Don't tell me. Don't tell me." He goes, "Here's what I'm gonna do." He goes, "And this is just what Chuck does." He goes, "I'm gonna just every now and then I'm just gonna yell out a name." And I'm going to see what he responds to, you know. And so, so now Charlie didn't tell anybody else he was doing. He was telling me that he was going to do that because he knew that I would literally not be able to contain myself with laughter because it's such a stupid thing to do. And uh, but that's Chuck's sense of humor. He would he would literally lay down his pride and and be a total idiot just to get a laugh, and it worked with me. And so uh, anyway, so we're at this get together, and uh, and so. You know, we're all just talking, just just like normal conversation, and uh, and literally out of the blue, Chuck would would just yell a name, like just just as as, as everybody was talking, da 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 da. Chuck would yell Bob. I mean, just like loud, Bob, and just to see if this guy would respond, you know, and uh, and and usually, you know, it's like, yeah, we'd get everybody's attention, but then we'd go right back to conversation, just thinking, what's Chuck doing, whatever, and then maybe, you know, a half hour goes by or 15 minutes or whatever, and, and he'd do it again, yell another name, and and nobody knew what he was doing but me, and honestly, I was... Uh, God, I couldn't hardly handle it. I was about to just cry. So I mean, it, was, it was it was just such a stupid thing to do, right? And so so the next day, uh, the next day, um, and I ended up leaving leaving you know early, and and Chuck was still there when I left. And so, uh, but the next day we get to work, and I get to talk, talking to Chuck, and I go, hey, hey, Charlie, what's going on? Blah blah blah, and. Um, and I go, did you ever find out that guy's name? You know, and he goes, oh yeah, yeah. He goes, his name is, is, is he goes, his name is Larry. And uh, 
And that that wasn't his name. And I go, no, no, that wasn't his name. His name was this. And that's like his name was like Frank or whatever. I go, no, his name was this. And and Chuck goes, really? I go, yeah, that's what his name was. And he goes, oh well, I yelled Larry, and he responded, so I just called him that the rest of the night. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, but I mean, the the point of it is, is that Chuck was like yelling names out, just trying to get the right to respond, and. And the moment the guy responded, Chuck said, "Okay, from now on, that's what you responded to. Therefore, that's what, that's your name now." <laughs> and of course, he you know Chuck wasn't right about it, but still, the guy chose to respond to a name that wasn't his. Now, the, 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 I say that even though that's a ridiculous scenario, we have to understand that's what's happening throughout our days. Is that the enemy is trying to get us to respond to something for us to identify with that? And if uh, the moment we respond, we choose that identity because we've been trained to identify with certain things. We've been we've been trained to respond to th- certain things and so how do i know if i'm responding does it get my attention does it cause me to react a certain way you know there, there's honestly there there's there's things that come through the earth that have nothing to do with us we are children of the most high god but if if certain things can can w- these days they call it triggering oh that triggered me blah 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 whatever anyway but if, if something's uh, you know the, the way we say it was it pushes your button you know if it pushes your button if it triggers you and you begin to respond then you're choosing that as your identity if it has nothing to do with your identity, you wouldn't even respond to it, right? And so so things are trying to get us to respond. They're trying to call us a different name. And they're, they're calling out names, trying to get us to respond, because the moment I respond is the moment I'm yielding to that identity. And it doesn't matter what God calls me, what, because God already knows my true identity. He formed me in the secret place before the foundations of the world. He already spoke over me. He already called me. He already chose my name. He already knows my identity. And he's the only one that can identify me see that's like the coolest thing about this it's like you know when i was i was doing a youth meeting one time and um and i had somebody um you know in in the uh in in you know in the youth group we were doing a like a tent revival type thing whatever and uh and I didn't I haven't done a whole lot of youth stuff because hey you know what I'm just not that I'm not that personality type necessarily but I can I can flow in the anointing with whatever age group it doesn't matter anyway but I was doing a youth meeting one time and um, and I had somebody before we got started I just I I, I pulled somebody aside and I said hey you know could you I gave him a, like a pen and a piece of paper and I said draw something for me and don't tell me what it is draw whatever you want to draw don't tell anybody what it is but just draw it for me and don't tell anybody what it is and uh, and so they did and I, and I even said I, I told him I go draw it really bad don't draw it very good at all in fact draw it so that I don't I can't even tell what it is draw it so bad that I can't tell what it is but you know what it is and so uh, and I go and don't tell anybody else and so they did that they they gave me the piece of paper and so during the meeting um i i held up the piece of paper and uh and i said okay i go now uh, I go. What is this? I'm asking. I and I, I told the guy who, who who drew it. I said, "Don't answer yet." I said, "But I'm going to ask everybody else. What is this?" And it was unrecognizable. He did a great job because I could not tell what it was. Right. And so I'm looking at it though, and 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 I I had no idea what it was honestly. And so I, I held it up. I said, "What is this?" And uh, some people said it was like a bus. Some people said it was bees. Some people said it was you know a, a, a giant fish with whatever. I mean, there was a lot of responses. You know, there was a lot of responses. And, uh, and they were, they were pretty varying, you know, in what they were, because it was, it was a terrible drawing. The guy did a great job. Uh, but, and so finally I just asked, I go, well, I go, you know, th- this young man over here, he's the one who, who drew it. What is this? And he said it was, I don't remember what it was, but he said what it was. Right. And, uh, let's just say it was a car. He goes, oh, it's, it's a car, you know? And so, um, 
So, you know, he says it's a car. And the thing is, he that's what he says. And and the, literally, there were several people go, no, that's not a car. That, 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 that doesn't look like a car. No, that, that, that looks like that looks like this. That looks like that, blah, blah, blah. And now, and then I said, but here's the thing. He drew it. He drew it. So I said, who here is the only one in this whole room who has the right to say what it is? Who has the right to say what it is? He's the only one that has the right to say what it is because he drew it. It doesn't matter what it looks like to us. We could have ideas of what it looks like. We could have opinions. We could we could say what we think it looks like. But none of our opinions have one ounce of value. We have no right to say what it is because we didn't draw it. There's only one person in the room that has the right to say what it is, no matter how much it doesn't look like that to us. No matter how much it, it, might, it might look like something totally different. It might look like something a thousand times different, but <coughs> excuse me, we don't have the right to say what it is. Only he has the right to say what it is. Because he drew it. And that's what we have to understand with God. He created us. He created us. And he's the only one that has the right to say who we are. He's the only one. The world doesn't have any right to say what we are. Our past has no right to say what we are. There is no, they have no ounce of value. The opinion of the world over me and over you has no ounce of value. Only God, the creator, my father, the one who created me, the one who formed me, the one who made me before I was in my mother's womb, only he has the right to say who I am. He knew me before I was in my mother's womb, which means I have an identity that has nothing to do with my mother and my father. I have an identity that was that was formed before the foundations of the world. I was formed in that secret place. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. And God is the only one who literally has the right to say who we are. So if he says that I'm this, then that's what I am. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter what it's looked like. It doesn't matter if I've never done that before. It doesn't matter if I don't feel qualified. It doesn't matter if I have no experience. It doesn't matter if I've done the exact opposite. The rest my, the, 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 for the, for the, my, my, my life up until now, he is the only one that has the right to say who I am. And so, you know, he comes to Gideon and he says, you mighty man of valor. And Gideon's like, uh, I am, I, I'm literally hiding from the enemy right now. And I'm the, I am the weakest in the smallest tribe. And I'm the weakest of the weakest of the weakest. And he goes, no, you're a mighty man of valor. See, God knew who he was. He didn't know who he was. His past couldn't tell him who he was. His world around him couldn't tell him who he was. The Midianites couldn't tell him who he was. God is the only one. And the thing is, what we have to do is when God gives us a name, we need to realize that there's such power in that name. A name is not a label. A name is an identity. A name actually carries within it the characteristics to do that thing. Okay. Uh, when when Adam, in, in Genesis chapter 2, it says that God formed the animals and then he brought them to Adam so that Adam would give would call them things and whatever Adam called them that's what they would name would be right and I go back and read Genesis chapter 2 and it says that God God actually brought the animals to Adam and so the animals didn't walk over to Adam because they couldn't walk yet they didn't have the ability to get themselves to Adam because God formed them but they had no genus or species yet they didn't they didn't have any characteristic yet because they didn't have a name yet this is the power of the name. You understand? And when Jesus says, listen, I have the name above every name, I, I and I give you my name, you're going to pray in my name, then the, suddenly that, that name carries something different. But when he speaks to us a new name, when he gives us a name and he says, I no longer call you this, now I call you this. Maybe your past has called you this. May, but here's the thing. Don't re, we, have to, we have to stop responding to what we're used to responding to. We have to sit there and say, nope, that has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do. When strife comes calling, 
Don't answer it. Don't get an attitude. Don't let your thoughts go there. You you take captivity of that thought and say, that thought has, has to do with strife. It has to do with me. I'm not a child of strife. I'm a child of love. Praise God. I only know love. If Christ only knows love and I have the mind of Christ, then I only know love. I'm only a child of love. If God is in his part, I'm, I'm a partaker of God's own nature, then I only know love. If the love of God is shed upon my heart, I only know love. If fear comes knocking, if fear calls to you, tries to get you to worry or have anxiety or tries to get you to, to think a certain way, don't answer it. That's not my name. My name is not fear. My name is love, power, and a sound mind. Praise God. My, my, my name is fearless. My name is authority. My name is dominion. That's who I am. I am. My name is king and priest. That's who I am. Praise God. My name is blessed. That's who I am. See, when lack tries, tries to, to, to call your name and tries to get you to work a system out so that you, you go, you've tried to figure something out, you're like, no, no, no. No, my name is blessed. My name is is, is supply. My name is, is is king and priest on this earth. Praise God. And you go to the word, and but we have to begin to, to, to challenge what we're responding to with our attitudes, with our actions, with our thoughts. Challenge what we're responding to because it doesn't matter what God calls us. It matters what we're responding to. So just throughout today, man, you got to be quick about it once again, and you don't challenge thoughts with thoughts, you challenge thoughts with words. So I I mean, there's there's times when I, there's so many times when things have come up and I literally out of my mouth go, nope, that's not my name. I'm not going to respond to that. You're talking to the wrong guy. Uh, my name is is blessed. My name is loved. My la- my my name is accepted and beloved. My name is secure. My name is safe. My name is is protected. My name is 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 prosperous. My name is love. My name is supply. My name is is is, is more than enough. You know whatever whatever. I, I I am a child of the living God, and I carry His nature. And He's gonna call me by name. Praise God. The Shepherd calls His own sheep by name. He's calling your name right now. Are you responding as a victim? Are you saying I'm a victim? I'm abused. I'm whatever happened in your life earlier tried to give you a name, tried to give you a characteristic. And God's going, no, that thing didn't form you. That thing didn't make you. See, the devil wasn't there when God created you. The devil may have been there when he tempted you. The devil may have been there when, when he abused you or, or you got mistreated, you know, whatever. But, um, but you know things happened in your life, and the devil was there when he's when he's persecuted. The, the devil was there when he afflicted you. The devil was there all these different times. But the devil wasn't there when when God made you. The devil doesn't know who you are. And the thing is, the, the devil's trying to talk you into an identity pattern that is not your own. So understand, we need to ask God. You know, Jacob wrestled with God until he blessed him. And I'm going to tell you, we don't need to wrestle with God. What we need to do is wrestle with our thoughts and our minds, take captivity of those things, and say, nope, I'm going to stay with God until I know who I am, and only. Only, only that identity comes out of my mouth. Only that identity is what I actually respond to. I do not respond to victim. I don't respond to to abused. I don't respond to 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 rejected. I don't respond to forsaken or outcast. I don't respond to 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 you know uh, the, you know somebody who is is always in trouble or somebody who is who's who's uh, you know the troubled child that's always having to be be fixed all the time. I don't respond to broken. I don't respond to hurt. I don't respond to to, to hated. I respond to I am loved by God and I am walking as a child of love. That's who I am. So Father, right now, I just thank you. Just just, uh, just today, praise God. I thank you, Lord God. You're calling us. You're calling us by the name that you designed us to be. You're calling us by the name that you created us for the foundations of the earth. And we just choose to respond. When when you call, for, Father God, for the, for the glorious church, we will say, here we are. When you call for the strong, we say, here we are. When you call for the blessed, we say, here we are. When you call for the anointed, we say, here we are. And I thank you, Lord God, that, that Father God says, right there in John 
John chapter 10, that the voice of a stranger we will not follow. Praise God. But we know our name, and we are drawn out by our name. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Wisdom and Stuff. Don't forget to subscribe to get new updates and check out our podcast page on Podbean to find all our previous posts and full-length messages. We'll see you next time and have a blessed day.